You're listening to the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam. Thank you. 
Well, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam. That first track you heard was Focus off of Kendall Moore's new album called Focus. And uh, Kendall Moore is one of the amazing trombone players on the national jazz scene here. And, uh, and so we wanted to feature him today. And Kendall is an old friend of mine from the University of Miami. And so, Kendall, you're, you're FaceTiming us from Houston. Is that correct? That's right. How you doing? I'm all right. Thank you so much, man. You're a busy dude, I know, and taking time out of your schedule to, to be on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Looking forward. Yeah, man. So let's dive right down into this. So, um, Kendall, what, what got you into music? What got you into playing trombone in the first place? Well, um, the journey to trombone started from church. I used to sing in a church choir, uh, and uh, I've always been interested in music. And then about fourth or fifth grade, I think it was fifth grade, uh, there's like a, a band teacher that came around and let us demo all the instruments. And uh, I ended up doing the best on the trombone. But truth be told, I wanted to be a saxophone player first. <laughs> and uh, But I didn't test as well on it. And, but I really enjoyed playing trombone. Oh, yeah? So I ended up doing that. You know? Interesting. So where did you grow up at? I don't even think I knew that. Well, uh, I moved around a bit when I was, uh, when I was a kid. But uh, really out of the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Oh, so, yeah, Chicago. Okay. Uh, so like I lived in Naperville and Aurora a lot when I was a kid and, uh, I went to a school, um, why can't, see, that's crazy. I feel like I'm getting old now. I can't even remember the name of my elementary school right now. <laughs> it's really crazy. But, uh, McCarthy, McCarthy, uh, McCarthy elementary school. Um, but that, but that was great. We had a pre-band program in the mornings and, uh, that's where I started playing trombone and I played all the time probably probably until i drove my mom crazy but i would play for hours so i'd get my trombone i'd open it up and i'd practice all day awesome and so high school band was a, a major part of your your upbringing and that kind of thing right yeah and uh all the way through middle school and high school you know i did pep band um i only did marching band for one year and i marched too but i didn't want to march with the trombone i was felt like i was going to hit somebody with the slide but uh, -huh. uh i marched uh i marched sousaphone um, but I did, you know, I played in jazz bands, orchestra, jazz combo. If, you know, they did musicals, I try to do, play, you know, play in the pit, whatever I could. I was basically involved in everything musical that I could be. Awesome. And then, so after high school, that's when you went to, where did you go to your undergrad? Uh, undergrad was a small school in Chicago, Illinois called Roosevelt University. It's a small conservatory called Chicago College of Performing Arts. Uh, so I went there. Uh, for four years as a jazz studies major. And, uh, but even then I got to play in brass ensemble and still, and wind ensemble and still did some of the classical stuff and played in jazz bands. And, uh, I think I was really instrumental in deciding my, my career choice. My teacher, uh, Tom Garling was a trombone teacher. Uh, he went to university of Miami and kind of put it on the radar for me. And he was, a he also did his master's in jazz comp and I, you know, I was really, I really wanted to be like him a lot. So, you know, you know, I was transcribing his licks and whatever I could. So, um, I learned a lot about the Miami program and decided to check that school out and go there. And then you finished your undergrad and then, then that's when we met at the university of Miami, right? 
That's right. While well, you were you were a music business major, right? That's right. Yeah, I did kind of a dual track. You know, I was doing the the jazz performance and music business kind of thing. But the but um, that's how I got to be hanging out with you and all the kill right, yeah. all the amazing players that come out of the University <laughs> of Miami. I got to plug the University of Miami. It's our our alma mater. <laughs> um, and right. so um, you know, there's a little bit more to your educational story, but I'd like to dive into the, some more of this music. And I got to tell listeners. Um, Kendall came out with this recording in 2014, right? That's right. And when this recording came out, I was like, "Man, that's awesome!" Kendall, Kendall put out a CD, and and you know you you want to support your friends, and um, and and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy it," and I don't I didn't even care how it sounded. When I listened to it, though, I mean, I I have listened to this thing probably 75 times because it's oh, that man. that good. I'm you know the writing. The mood, the playing is just fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to feature this this recording all night tonight. So, uh, this first tune is um, called Blue, or the first, the next tune that we're going to play is called Blue and Green. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about this arrangement of it? Uh sure. Um, the arrangement kind of took a. Um, it kind of came out of another ensemble when I was uh, when I was at University of Miami. We had a. Uh, we had an opportunity to work with Terrence Blanchard. Uh, I was a great trumpet composer, you know, wrote for Spike Lee films and stuff. And it was a really a dream come true for me because I'd really been following his music for a long time. And uh, he got us thinking about music in a different way and talking about uh, trying to figure out how to find our own meaning, especially when playing jazz standards or, or, uh, or songbook standards in our own way. And so I really loved the melody of Blue and Green. And so I arranged this song and reharmonized it for the ensemble that I was playing in. And I realized that I felt that I could say the group the group that I wrote for was pretty big. It was uh there four horns, uh four horns, piano, bass, drums, guitar, and vibes. And I realized I wanted an even smaller setting. So I made an arrangement for just the uh or just the sextet, so trombone, trombone sax, piano, bass, drums, and guitar, and um, it all kind of it all kind of came together that way. For and I realized, you know, it was one of those ones that you know sometimes when you finish writing something, it still sticks around in your head. And I was like, well, okay, this is going to go on the album, you know. So I was kind of combing through all my stuff. I'm like, okay, this of the stuff that I've written, I'm very happy with how it turned out, and I'm ready to ready to try to play it with with a band. Cool. Well, this is Kendall Moore's Blue and Green off his album Focus here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam.
You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam, and that was Kendall Moore's Blue and Green Arrangement off of his album Focus. And uh, i got to plug the show real fast. If you are interested in supporting this show, you can go on to Facebook and like the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam on Facebook. You can also go on to iTunes and download every single episode, including this episode, as a podcast. And uh, please subscribe and then share with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we, we try to expose a lot of really awesome, talented jazz artists in, uh, around the, the community and then also um, nationally and internationally. So we got a lot of really cool shows coming up. And, uh, and, and please keep on tuning in every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time on Tuesdays. And then you can also catch the show streaming live at kcmj.org. So back FaceTiming us in the studio, we've got Mr. Kendall Moore. So, Kendall, after your time at the University of Miami, um, I don't think I you, – you did your master's at University of Miami, but you, you continued on to do your doctorate there, right? That's right. And so what was that experience like? Uh, it's very um, – it was very different from the, from the master's um, – the master's degree since it was in like jazz comp i was you know i mean you kind of you probably remember me from that uh doing a recording a bunch of the student performances uh running around doing that stuff uh getting it right for lots of different ensembles uh doing the performance uh doctorate was a bit of a different experience i was a ta uh so it's teaching assistant and so i got to i got to assist on some combos uh, a couple jazz comp classes um and it was really more of a self-directed thing, you know, like finishing, uh, you know, I, you know, fast forward a few years, I actually, it took me a couple extra years to finish my paper, but I just finished it and it's, you know, it just got published, uh, about a couple of weeks ago. So now I'm officially a doctor, but you know, the process was a little bit different. Um, being a teacher, being a teacher, you're definitely more self, uh, you're more independent and, uh, self-driven to get stuff done. And, uh, it was, a uh, it was an enlightening experience. I didn't realize how much I was going to love teaching until I was a teaching assistant. Hmm. And so the, is the performance, um, the performance doctorate, the dissertation is, is that as involved as like a, a music education dissertation or what was that like? Well, uh, it's sort of a mix. So in order to, in order to finish the degree, you have to do a couple, you do two performance recitals and then you do a lecture recital, uh, where you have to talk for about an hour about your, you know, a lot of people choose their topic or something else. I picked the topic of my paper. And so I did this lecture recital and then you write a shorter essay, doctoral essay. And my, uh, my essay was pretty, it wasn't as involved as say a music education one. But it was a topic that was important to me. I uh, I designed a a rubric to evaluate college jazz solos. Huh. So I I read a bunch of improv books. I checked out some interviews, um, and uh, looked at some journals and stuff like that. And designed this uh, designed this rubric that evaluates that can evaluate wind solos. So not drums, but just like all pitched instruments, hmm. including vocals. So that took a lot of time. And so it got published, you said. Where, where, where could people find that? Well, if they go on the Miami Scholarly Repository online, so if they go to miami.edu and they look, uh, and they go on the Scholarly Repository, they look in the search bar, there's a, they can download the paper. Uh, it's, for, it's free. You don't have to be a member of anything. <laughs> it's, it's, it is free to the public, you know. Cool, man. Awesome. 
Um, so this just happened for you. You just became a, a doctor. Is that this semester? Yes, yes. Awesome, man. So Dr. Kendall Moore, I feel like we've got some serious, <laughs> serious stuff on the show today, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jazz, it seems funny, man. You know, like all the people I listen to don't have this thing, you know, like a lot of my favorite players. But I, I do. It was an undertaking, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy it's done for sure. Yeah. But, uh, and I don't take it lightly. I hope to. Yeah, I man. hope to, I hope that this paper isn't the first thing that I, or the last thing that I do. So what was that? Education. Nine years of school? Uh man. So I start if, if we're talking from I started undergrad in two thousand four and I'm just finishing now in twenty sixteen. Twelve years. Wow. That's like a doctor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a real a med yeah, a medical doctor. You, you don't want me raising the hand if someone has the heart thing on a plane or something, you know? Yeah, you don't want that. That's hey, not me. Kendall's a doctor. We need him. No, 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 no! It's like musical arts. No, 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 no! Please, please find somebody else. All right, all right, all right. So, more music, more music. This next tune, I was talking about the vibe of the recording earlier. Um, this tune off of Kendall Moore's Focus is called "Peaceful," and the vibe is just really nice, man. Um, y you guys will have to be the judge, but Kendall, do you want to preface this track? Um. I wrote this one. Uh, this is probably the. This tune is probably the of my compositions. This is the oldest tune that I've that I've written on the record. Uh, I wrote it during a period of time when I was actually just finished. Um, I just finished my senior recital in uh, in, in undergrad, and uh, you know I was like trying to write about moods, and at that time I was really trying to hone my craft and try to figure out what I was trying to, you know, still trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. And, uh, at that time it was like a very, it was a literally very peaceful time, you know, like it was the calm after the storm, you know, I, I'd finally made it through all of this, you know, this whole process, you know, and I was getting ready to move to Miami, but it was, everything was cool. It was peaceful. Everything was calm for once, you know, for once for a little while. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys uh, dig the vibe on this. This is Kendall Moore's Peaceful off of his album called Focus here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam.
Very nice. That was Kendall Moore's Focus album, and that track was called Peaceful off of that album. We got Kendall Moore here. In, well, I should say Dr. Kendall Moore joining us <laughs> here. So, so Kendall, um, talk a little bit about this recording. Uh, what you know, It was re- released in 2014, uh, self-released, right? That's right. So, um, you know, what, what has happened since then? You know, who are, the, who are the players? All that kind of stuff. We want to know. All right. So, um, well, okay. So where do I start? Okay. So the recording, we did it in, um, we did it in Miami, uh, at Red Rock Studios, uh, Clay Oswald, you know, from, uh, he was in my, uh, in the Miami sound machine back in the day. Uh, he was a producer for that. And he was, he was great. He was the engineer for the session. So he helped, he recorded it. Um, in Miami and wonderful piano and all that stuff. But, uh, and really, really great to work with. Um, I recorded at the end of, uh, I just completed all my coursework down in Miami. Um, the band, uh, sack tenor player on the, on the album is Mark small. who You just heard on that last recording. Uh, he's played, he's done a lot of playing in his, uh, got a pretty lengthy career uh of on in his own right uh pat seymour was the alto saxophone player he's uh he was a writing major with me at university of miami as well and still lives down there and he's playing and he's a great writer arranger and for lots of folks uh marquise hill is a trumpet player on uh on the record i don't know uh you haven't heard from him yet but you will i think on the next on the next couple tracks um, he is doing really super great on his own right now. Uh, he was, the he won the monk competition just last year. Uh, I think he's on tour with, uh, or just getting off tour with Marcus Miller. He's doing really, I mean, a lot of these guys are doing really great things. Uh, Angelo Versace played piano. Uh, he finished his doctorate at UM. He's teaching at university of Arizona, uh, Tim Jago's guitar player living in Miami. He's also Dr. Tim Jago. We went to school together. We met, and all of us, uh, except with the exception of a couple of folks like Marquise and Pat, uh, we were in the Terrence band together. And Michael Pilot, he wasn't in that band either, but uh, Michael Pilot's a drummer, finished undergrad. He is super, super talented, as you're going to hear. Uh, all these guys were really, were super, were super great to work with. And Gary Thomas on bass, you know, master student. Uh, Best student, he's doing really great. I think he teaches at Miami Dade, uh, Miami Dade College, uh, and he's a wonderful performer. He's got a really great group of his own. Uh, what's funny is you look at the personnel; uh, it's basically his band plus me. Like uh, <laughs> we we had basically the exact same band for the record. So you know, like uh, that's how bass players do it, man. <laughs> man, I mean, we you guys put together good bands. Why am I gonna mess with that? You know and. We're all friends, so you know it was yeah. it was an easy call. Yeah, that's cool, man. The vibe that comes across on on the record showcases, yeah, you're all friends. Everybody gets along really well. I mean, that's something that that is you, you can't you can't force that, you know. And um and, and that's something that's really cool. So, uh, publicity wise, have have you had any th- major breakthroughs or anything like that? Well, um. Well, there's a few things, a little, uh, you know, doing the first record is kind of a learning experience. It was something that I always wanted to do, it was labor of love, you know, and uh, I got some good review. I got a few good reviews. Um, 
that I have on my website, KendallMoreMusic.com. So some people have written some nice things about it. Um, other press from that record, um, you know, uh, just on you know on social media and stuff, and people have been very receptive and have enjoyed the music. Uh, it's, I've got it on a few radio stations in Chicago, where I'm from. It's played in Miami a little bit. Uh, now in in Colorado, right? So, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it's starting to the record starting to move around, and uh, so now I'm kind of working on the next project. Ooh. We'll have to hear a little bit more about that, but let's let's play another track here. Uh, this next tune is called Road Less Traveled. Um, Kendall, you want to talk about this one? Uh, sure. Uh, this one was uh, actually in the middle of my doctor uh, in the middle of the doctorate. I couldn't um, I couldn't figure out what I really wanted to do. So uh, I was unsure if I wanted to finish the degree. I was really burned out. You know, I'd gone right from the master's into the doctorate. And so I actually took a year off. I finished the first year of course, coursework and then moved back to Chicago for a year. And I wrote that song when I moved back to Chicago, meaning I called it The Road Less Traveled because not many people start a degree and then stop in the middle. You know, I, was, I wasn't advised to stop. You know, a lot of people were like, well, man, you should really finish this out. What's going to happen with, you know, with this and that, with your perform, with your career at the school, what's going to go on with all this stuff? And I just, I needed some time for myself. And so I took a year off and I called the tune Road Less Traveled. Uh, on this one, you're going to hear from, uh, you're going to get a chance to hear a little bit from Marquise Hill. He's going to play a solo on this one. I think he takes the first one on the track. Cool. Well, here is Road Less Traveled off of Kendall Moore's Focus album here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam.
That was Kendall Moore's Road Less Traveled off of his Focus album. We got Kendall Moore here FaceTiming us in the studio. So, Kendall, um, one question I was thinking about, you know, you did, you did your, um, your doctoral performance degree down at the University of Miami, but then you moved to New Hampshire. Why did that come about? Well, um, it's funny you should ask. You know, I, I often thought the same thing. I was like, I, you know, I went up to visit a couple of times. I've got some buddies that I went to school with, uh, Chris Claxon and Taylor, Taylor O'Donnell, who's actually from the Colorado Springs area. But uh, she, uh, but I want. I visited them, and I really liked the music scene. Uh, I got a chance to do. I came up there and played a couple of gigs, and really loved the scenery. And also, I loved. Uh, I liked. Uh, being close to Boston and I liked the city. And so I wanted to check that scene out. And I, uh, and I was really looking and ready for a change from Miami. And, uh, I know we had talked about this a little bit on the break before, but, uh, you know, I was, uh, or we talked about it a while before, you know, I just decided that New York really wasn't my calling. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was my, where I felt like I was going to be. And I was like, well, I can visit New York too. And so I did a lot of driving at the beginning of the, uh, at the beginning of those, uh, first few months living in New York, uh, living in, in the Boston area. And so I lived in a town called, uh, Dover, New Hampshire. And so I'm, it's really great, man. It's like, uh, it's just enough city and just enough farm where I feel pretty, I feel pretty comfortable. I I like it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I was stationed up there in uh in in the New England area we always were driving to Maine and right oh, yeah? at, right right when you get out of Boston there's the the New Hampshire liquor store oh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah man do you know where that is <laughs> yeah, oh yes I do oh, that's right on uh that's right off of the uh right off the circle of US 1 and 95 yeah man. yeah interesting <laughs> well <laughs> it is what it is man um, the stories there I'm sure so Kendall <laughs> so everyone that is interested in this music can can go to your website, right? That's right. They can go to kendallmoremusic.com or they can go to my Bandcamp website, which is kmoremusic.bandcamp.com. And that's uh, Kendall with two L's, K-E-N-D-A-L-L-M-O-O-R-E, music.com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, um, we got a couple more tunes here that I'd like to play uh, so everybody can can hear this awesome music. This next tune is called Finding Purpose. Would you like to talk about this one real quick? Uh, sure. Uh, it's funny that it's funny that you you know in the in the picking the listing of the tunes, every tune's got a particular story. And uh, I wrote this tune, one tune that didn't make the album, but I wrote this tune during a period of time. Uh, I was in the middle of the I was in the second year of of the doctorate, and uh, stupid enough, I was playing racquetball with some of my friends, and uh, I tripped and fell and I busted my face and I couldn't play for mm. about three months. Yikes. Uh, the better part of three months and nothing felt the same for about a year. Uh, but uh, I um, wrote the tune Finding Purpose because I was like, man, I'm in the school for performance on the trombone. What am I doing I, if I can't play my instrument? And it was then I was really starting to be thank. I was really thankful that I learned how to write music because – uh, I, I would feel at a loss for what to do with my life if I weren't contributing something to the world of music, you know, like mm. it's really like what I want to do and not being able to play kind of put a lot of things in perspective for me. 
Awesome. Well, this is Finding Purpose here on Kendall Moore's Focus album.
Nice little cluster cluster chord there at the end there. Uh, <laughs> here, uh, that was Finding Purpose off of Kendall Moore's Focus album. So Kendall, we got just a, a little bit of time left. Um, I wanna I wanna get you to plug your website one more time, and then also tell us what you got coming up. All right. Well, uh, my website is uh, kendallmoremusic.com. Uh, you can check out the music there. Or on iTunes, you can find me under Kendall Moore, and you look up Focus, it's on iTunes, uh, and kmoremusic.bandcamp.com, if you want to check me, you want to check out my stuff there. Uh, coming up next, this just uh, just recently, just a, uh, a few weeks ago, I signed a contract to play at the Chicago Jazz Festival. Uh, we're going to be playing on a small stage on September 4th at noon uh, in Chicago, Illinois, uh, Stay tuned, and you'll see stuff on my website. And uh, the city of Chicago hasn't started advertising too heavy with the small stage stuff yet, but uh, but uh, we will be we will be there in full force. Uh, and we're going to be performing new music from a poetry project that I just uh, that I started working on. Uh, I've been writing a suite of uh, of music of of poetry that I set to music. Some new compo- uh, some new poets like. Uh, one lady named uh, Jamie Gusman, uh, to some older poets like uh, County Cullen, uh, William Carlos Williams, uh, Walt Whitman, and I'm setting these poems, and uh, a really wonderful vocalist by the name of Leslie Buchelman is going to be singing stuff, and it's going to be a lot of this band from Focus. Uh, Mark Small is coming up. I've got a friend of mine named Chris Claxton playing trumpet, who I live, up, uh, live near up here in the, uh, near New Hampshire. Uh, or near Boston, rather. Um, Mike Pilot from the record is going to be coming up, and it's going to be a really, uh, it's going to be a really great band. Uh, so I hope if you're in Chicago or if you wanna, you're looking for something to do for Labor Day weekend, come on up, and uh, would love to meet you. Awesome, man. Well, Kendall, we really appreciate you taking your time, taking the time to come on the show today. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in hearing more of Kendall's stuff, you can go to his website, KendallMoreMusic.com. And also, if you're interested in supporting the show, Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam, please log on to Facebook and like the show and share it with all your friends. Tell them to come listen every single Sunday night at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. The show re-airs at two, on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. And then you can also check every single episode that we've ever recorded out on iTunes as a podcast, including this show, which will be up probably tomorrow. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a good night. And we'll catch you next time. This last tune is Resilience off of Kendall Moore's Focus. Have a good night, everybody.
Thank you.